10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. We're back, we're live, it's SMFM with Songa Zomabekwe, she has been our guest many times over and we are so pleased to have her return, Mayor Henrietta Bukhupane Zulu, that's the Deputy Minister in the Department of Social Development this week, of course, is Annual Drug Awareness Week, and we have to talk about a scourge in society which has killed many dreams, that's the reality of what drugs do in a society. Certainly they abuse, not necessarily those who take it for recreational purposes. Not that it's necessarily encouraged. Tell us more about this week. Good evening, Deputy Minister. Thanks again for being part of the wonderful family on SAFM. Thank you very much for having me this evening. I really appreciate Youth Month, Drug Awareness Week. There are lots of things we can talk about, not, of course, just for drug abuse in relation to young people, but drug abuse generally in the country and why, especially at this time, in the times of COVID, it is, well, the dangers thereof are pronounced. Do you want to tell us more about this week specifically? The Drug Awareness Week uh, follows the United Nations Day on Alcohol and uh, on Drugs, Alcohol and Substance Abuse Awareness, which is a United Nations Day declared on the 26th of June. So what we then did as a Department of Social Development, we decided that we are not going to just have a celebration for one day. So we extended the day into a into a week. So the week started on the 22nd, and we are now on the 23rd. What we are doing, I think it's the next question. Yes. We are providing rehabilitation through detoxification in um, on a six-week detox rehab program, of which what you have once you have gone through the detox and then you've gone through the second part of the um, rehab, then you are moved to another uh, area. So we were today making sure that we visit these areas where you are moved, where you are welcomed as an addict. You go through all the different process from detox. But the most important is what was your drug of choice when you get to our uh, facilities. Deputy Minister, I beg your pardon for this. I have to interrupt you because we seem to be having poor feet, and I know the problem is on our side. Could we please interrupt you by taking a short ad break? We're going to try and put you on another line from our end. I beg your pardon for this to you as well as the listeners. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. A thousand apologies for that interruption. We had Dr. Popio Ramatuba, MEC for Health, just before this conversation that I'm currently having with the Deputy Minister of Social Development, May Wokobane Zulu, of course, as part of this year's Youth Month activities in the Department of Social Development in partnership with the Central Drug Authority, the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime and Non-Governmental Organization, have 
now commemorated since yesterday, which today was officially opened, the Drug Awareness Week. The Deputy Minister of Social Development will, as today, kick off the week-long activities, and this took place in the East of Pretoria today in Cullinan, the Dr. Fabian and Florence Ribeiro Treatment Center, and the Deputy Minister was talking to us about what the center provides in relation to treatment, rehabilitation, reintegration, and recovery support services to recovering substance users. You want to continue where you left off, please, Minister. I'm struggling to hear you. I, I was referring to the fact that you were interrupted by me when you were talking about the functions of the treatment centers in Cullen and East of Pretoria, specifically treatment, rehabilitation, integration, and recovery support services. You've disappeared, so maybe we must use another line. I beg your pardon for that. Well, um, it is 2049. Essentially, what the minister was referring to earlier on was that some of the work that the Dr. Fabian and Florence Ribeiro Treatment Center in, in Cullinan, which is very east of Pretoria, the center provides treatment, rehabilitation, reintegration, and recovery support services. I suppose this is obviously a good time for them to have a conversation with you at home. Please give us a call. 891 Living with an addiction living with somebody who has an addiction, the recovery stories that we might want to be interested or that you might think are interesting for us to hear, the recovery stories from addictions and social interventions that lend themselves either to addiction or lend themselves to rehabilitation. I would be very interested. Can we try and fill up 10 minutes of SAFM listeners participating in this conversation. I'm sorry, we, we do have a line problem with Mayor Henrietta Bukhubane Zulu, the Deputy Minister in the Department of Social Development. Well, I could add lib. I'm not really keen to do that because I wasn't planning to tell a story about drugs. One, because I've never used any drugs and I'm not necessarily better than anybody else. I was wanting to extract stories from South Africans. So let's come through, guys. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, give us a call. We're the regular callers. Drug stories, 10 minutes. Victory over drugs. I'll tell you a very brief story, and I'm sure many people might relate with this. There was once a guy whose name was Steve. Steve was a drug addict who went around, I'm talking about now mid-90s to early 2000s schools. I had him twice in the Eastern Cape talking about how he got on drugs and his story in terms of overcoming drugs. Where are the Steves? of South Africa 2051. We're taking your calls on 0891-104-207. The Deputy Minister understand is back. Deputy Minister, carry on from where you left off, please. The work that the Centre provides in relation to treatment at AL. Um, our Centre uh, provides treatment, care and support, family reunification, aftercare services, and uh, we are slowly building up the issues around um, skills development because some of the edicts that are coming through to our shelters to come into the six-week training and they then have nowhere to go. Today we were visiting in line with COVID-19. We visited the Riviera Hospital as a treatment center in Kalinen, which is a 300-bed capacity for us to go and, and see how COVID has an impact on drugs and the challenges that the center is going through. And I must say, sometimes when we talk about sanitizer, uh, alcohol-based sanitizer, it's okay. But at our treatment rehab centers, it's not okay. It has nothing to do with them 
drinking it, but every time you spray them, they sniff their hands and end up being high. So we're looking at those things, but also looking at the middle exchange program, the AIDS harm reduction program, making sure that a methadone is available for those that require it. But generally, that's looking at the capacity of uh, our hospital and is it properly facilitated to enable to take the number of users that we need. Um, adherence to protocols in terms of COVID-19, that's where we are taking also. We got the feedback, nobody's infected, they've all tested, including staff and our uh, our workers. So we are comfortable with that. Interaction with the drug users, there were just two questions that were a concern. They are really scared when the time that they must go home comes. And we are now improving the service of just letting the person go uh, with a taxi, but actually putting in place a mechanism for the person to be fetched. In relation to the drug centres, I mean, the one that you specifically opened earlier today to kind of like launch this programme in line with the theme of value yourself and make healthy choices against alcohol, tobacco, drug abuse to minimise the spread of COVID-19. That's this year's theme. But I think what is a recurring theme, which is unfortunate in the public health care space specifically or in the social development space, as the case may be, is that a lot of these government-owned facilities, for the most part, are inadequate, if not understaffed. They are under-resourced. They do not inspire, at times, the kind of confidence you would want to take somebody who is already as vulnerable as one is walking in and hope that they would live to see through their entire rehabilitation program such that they can reintegrate into society, not necessarily seamlessly, but as close to what seamless might be. What are some of the obvious misgivings that I have not highlighted that the department is aware about in terms of the facilities on offer? Our facilities um, that we have in terms of the issues that you are raising, our facilities have three, four challenges very briefly. Programs that we had to suspend in terms of the lockdown and includes family reunification that is not happening at the moment. And my going to the center was to make sure that I open all the different programs so that they can start and the young people can get the necessary attention while we stay within, in line with the prescribed protocols. The other aspect is that um, when it comes to staffing, our treatment center, the one we visited today, is overstaffed. Uh, it's a 300-bed capacity registered. They only have 35 uh, edits admitted with a staff complement of 400. So there is a bit of a challenge. Those are some of the things I was going to assess today. The distribution of PPE to the workers, the edits themselves and the training that they give edits around information sharing sessions where they're able to not take the whole and yeah not 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 take the, the whole at, at, um, program and try to break it down into a whole lot of other different 
programs because then it becomes the, the resources become thin and becomes low and less, and that has a direct impact on our programs not succeeding. Well, we do appreciate your time so far, ma'am. We're going to have to let it go now. That's all the time we had made allowance for. We appreciate it. And we certainly do wish you well for the balance of the week and for the work that clearly is along in the coming. That's South Africa's fight in relation to drug and substance abuse. Let's take our first quarter this evening. Good evening, Stembi Soin, Peter Meritzburg. Evening, Stembi Yes, sir. I hope you have a good story to tell us. No, it's a good story. It's just, no, it's, I'm just trying to... Um, it's just that the off-the-kid... The, the drug program, the felicities can do their work, but the problem is the support within, within after that's been in, in the center is just that how can they need to integrate the family into the treatment center of, of coping and teaching them how to live with, with the drug extract user and how to, maintain, how to for them to have an easy way back into society. That's sometimes I think it lacks in within people trying to fight addiction that end up going back into addiction. I wonder if the minister wishes to respond to that because it's not just, I suppose, then a challenge that is to be faced by the the, the one who's on substance abuse or substance use, however one wishes to refer to it as, the role of family in this and the necessary onboarding for the purposes of the comprehensive fight towards the patient's victory. How, how does the department consider that aspect as raised by Stembis? We do have family reunification programs um, that they are at different levels uh, based on at what level are you in your uh, treatment processes. Because when you arrive, you are under detox, so you cannot see family. We try and keep family away from you until you go through your detox, because detox is not a very nice thing. So it's things that we normally let we, we allow families to give us the space to deal with the particular process. The second aspect is that we we also try and separate uh, our ethics based on what you know the the um, drug of choice and the impact that the drug of choice have on the person always informs what the outcome is going to be. And we make sure that in the process of the year, the six weeks program that talks to issues of time, they are conscious and begin from day one when they arrive and begin to actually worry about the time that I'm, when I'm leaving, what has changed and how am I going to change my life today. Stempi, so are you satisfied? Thank you very much. Sir. Fantastic. Thank you so much then. Thank you. We're going to have to end this discussion now because it's nearly time for news. Thank you, Deputy Minister Henrietta Bukhopane Zulu, for always honouring our invitations. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing for the country and we certainly do hope that some of the work that you do, which will not always be known in the public, nonetheless has the impact that the public requires for its general well-being and, broadly speaking, social development. Drug Awareness Week in this country, value yourself and make healthy choices against alcohol, tobacco, and drug abuse to minimize the spread of COVID. At least as a nation, we are winning in one score. We're not smoking, are we? There are no cigarettes. 21 hours. Time for news.